Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spinner What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Excuse me, Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's man. Right. And I'm in charge of the sound board <laughs> at the Sound Lounge. It's true, but I have a feeling that I will be queuing you up for, for the some, Sound oh. Lounge. Oh, I love that one. That one's one of my favorites. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you'll be queuing me up. I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, because uh, I'm here, we're doing it remotely. Skip's a busy man, and uh, true, and we couldn't get together. But the most important thing is that we're putting out a podcast, man. That's right. We're putting it out, so you know. Even put- though nothing is happening, yeah, we. <laughs> it's been a very it's quiet forty-eight hours. It's yeah. like, what, what are we gonna talk about? We'll, we'll try to figure it out, man. I was thinking we'd talk about the Titanic, and uh, we're putting right. out, we're putting out like Rose. <laughs> <laughs> she a hoe. She a hoe. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? No, I. You know what? I, Rose is not a whore. No. Uh, Rose fell victim to love at first sight. That's all. Yeah, it happens, man. That's it. I, 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 it I, happens. I, I fell victim you myself know? to love at first sight. Look at me now. Married for yeah. fifteen years this year. All right. Yeah. Um, it happens. Yeah, man. Uh, how you doing? <clears throat> I am, um, I'm well, I oh, think, oh, for the wow. most part. Uh, but yeah, busy, kind of hustling, working. I got two different projects going on at the same time, so it's a little crazy. But it's, but it's good. It's all good problems. Champagne problems. It's good Champagne stuff. Champagne problems. Champagne for mm-hmm. my real friends and real pain for my sham mm-hmm. friends. Shout out to Twenty mm-hmm. Fifth Hour. Great movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we but can. Yeah. And same here. I'm doing good, man. About to uh, just doing shows and stuff. I'm going to a town I've never been to, Mundal. So if anybody listening is uh, lives in Mundal, come through on March 30th. I'll be uh, performing, uh, telling some jokey jokes. Never heard of the place, it's Mundal. Like a, yeah, Mundal. It's like outside of uh, Gothenburg. Uh huh. I'm also going to Östersund on March 26th. <clears throat> I'm be moving around. Östersund- man. Have you ever been to Östersund? I've been there. No, it's going to be my first time, man. I'm excited. It's interesting. Um, I've been up in the mountains in Östersund filming before. It's a uh, it's a very unique place. It's beautiful. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad I'm. Uh, I'll be doing these things because uh, your boy needs uh, some cash. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, brother. Uh, yeah, it's been it's it's, uh, it's fun times, man. <laughs> things opening back up. People coming to comedy. So if you're interested in laughing, holler at your boy. But that's besides the mm. point. We're not here to talk about my comedy and how brilliant I am with a microphone in my hand. We're here to mm. talk about Svenafell or right. the, the NFL for us Americans in Sweden. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and nothing's yeah. happening. So 
No. I, well, okay. So today, March sixteenth. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you got to say it nowadays. <laughs> what date Ma- this is? March the... March sixteenth is yeah. uh, the the official day one of the league year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is obviously <laughs> yes. Day one, bitches. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the new league year begins at four p.m. today, Eastern Standard Time, which is. 10 p.m. Oh, no. Uh, 11 p.m. here. Right. Math. Because uh, the time, that's the time when, changed in America already. Correct. Um, that's when, okay, despite the fact that we've heard about all of these various trades and, and movement that we're getting ready to talk about, this is when the trades can officially happen. Um, it's also when every team needs to be in compliance with the 2022 salary cap, mm-hmm. which is around, what, 200 8.2 million. Um, mm-hmm. You've still got several teams who are not there yet, so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out by the end of the day. Yeah, man. Uh, um, but yeah, it's um, moves have been made already. Like there's stuff that's it's not inked yet, but we know that it's going to happen. So, so that's interesting. Right. I kind of wanted to start with the most annoying news mm. uh, of the day from my perspective, just to kind of rip off the band aid and get it out of the way. Tom Brady announces that he is unretiring from football, headed back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for his 23rd NFL season. Mm. Uh, his quote, which I can read for you, is um, these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. Uh, that time will come, but it is not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back from my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. Fuck that guy. Let's fucking go. What he forgot to say is FTG, which is fuck the that guy. Fuck fuck that guy. Okay, got it. I like that. Uh, What what I think he left out of his statement was quote I truly love my family but I didn't actually realize how annoying they are. Uh, So you know I mean this guy was retired for what forty something days. Yeah, it's it's it's, come on, and then to say unfinished business, you got seven rings. What more business is there? Greedy motherfucker is what it sounds like to me. Um. So now they're yeah. so now they're 20, 21 million under I mean over the cap. Yeah. Tampa. Like or uh, you know what I'm really curious to learn later if we ever learn this is like you know was this retirement like you know there were reports that that the retirement was kind of bullshit all along and he was trying to sort of whittle his way out of his bucks contract so that he could go play for his his boyhood team the 49ers. Mm. Um, and then of course he realized, you know, uh, during the combine, when someone asked, uh, Bruce, like if he does come out of retirement, you know, would you be willing to trade him? And he was like, yeah, sure. But we would expect like five first round picks for a guy like Tom Brady. Uh, And that's sort of, you know, at that point you're like, that's like Arians pulling his dick out saying, (laughs) yeah, go ahead. Come back, Brady. Let's go. Who, who, (laughs) let's fucking go with that. Like, let's see what you want to do. Um, yeah, so 40 days uh, more or less of retirement. Uh, and I, I must say, as a Falcons fan, it was a beautiful 40 some odd days indeed. <laughs> uh, the sun shone a little brighter, the air smelled a little sweeter. 
Uh, and given the collapsed state of the rest of the NFC South, I, I, I actually kind of started to envision the idea of, of a potential division championship. Uh, and you don't think that's, Bra- you don't think it's possible anymore? <laughs> well, no, not now, now that Brady is back and also, which we will get to the Falcons news later. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not seeing that happening. Hmm. Um, Yeah. I, I kind of it was starting to shape up like the NFC South was going to be the worst division in football next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Kind of like how the NFC East was a couple of years ago. Yeah, but but I don't see that happening. Um, Our bet this year is going to be hard, man. I agree. I thought wins. about that. I think it's going to be hard. We're not even going to come. We'll see. We'll never, watch some preseason. Yeah. See what it looks yeah. like. Uh, in other blockbuster quarterback news, Mitchell Trubisky. He agrees to a two-year deal with the Steelers. Are you kidding me? Let's go. Great How are people not it. talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> they were saying he was like the hottest quarterback prospect or a trade piece or whatever, or, yeah. you know, free yeah. free agent out there. A lot of teams were talking about him. And now, yeah, got a team. Yeah. A year off did, did, did his name some good. Uh, it makes it easier <laughs> to forget how bad he was when he yeah. played <laughs> With the Bears, I it mean, it makes I, sense, I, bro. It kind of makes sense when you think about that. They're not going to ask for too much from their quarterback. He's got a possible, He's got the ability to to get outside the pocket and run a little bit. They're going to lean on that running game a lot. Old school football. They got a, mm. a the running back of their future, or at least mm. nowadays that's what three years. So you know sure. what I mean. I don't know. It kind of makes sense. I, I think it's a pretty smart move as well, and and there is reason to believe that Trubisky. You know, I, I could see Trubisky having a second chapter to his career. You know what I mean? Uh, especially if he's in the right place. And like you said, if he has the right tools around him where, he, you know, part of the problem with with why things went south for him at the Bears is because, you know, I think that team was basically putting the whole thing on Trubisky's shoulders, which, you know, there's just aren't that many quarterbacks that can handle that kind of a situation. Yeah, but they also you got to understand the Bears traded up for him, and you know this was a yeah. Lot that, of, that, I mean, it has to be one of the most em- embarrassing draft picks of all time, given that <laughs> you know they traded up to get Trubisky, and Mahomes was sitting there, and they passed on him. Um, mm. Nobody saw of, nobody saw that Mahomes was going to be what he is. No, not even the scouts saw that. So a lot yeah. of people missed that one. So it's not like they're uniquely stupid. Yeah. Um, but he will join a quarterback room with Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. They're wow. Pay- they're basically, I know. I mean, they're they're paying him money. I don't remember what the actual terms of the deal were, but they, it wasn't a ton of money they're paying Trubisky. Um, Great cash, but it, it kind of, I mean, you'd have – I don't see any other scenario than Trubisky one being their starter going into the 2022 season. I like, I mean, is he really going to get beat out by Haskins or, or Rudolph? I, I can't just not going to want that. No, exactly. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, um, so he's got a job security, but then he also turned down the giants job because of that. Mm. That's what the, the rumors are that he, the giants were wanted him too. But he didn't want to compete with uh, – he felt like his, his starting position was more solidified if he's going against Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. Mm. Smart. And he's also going with a more proven coach. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, because, yeah, there's probably a little – the seat's a so, little warm over there in New York. Uh, Thomas probably got some of the most longest rope in the in the league. Yeah. 
moving on to some Cowboys news. This is some interesting shit. Amari Ooh. Cooper traded to the Cleveland Browns mm. from the Cowboys for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys get back. The Cowboys get back a 2022 fifth and sixth round pick, while the Browns get a legit 1,000 yard receiver. Um, the Cowboys making it obvious that they couldn't afford to keep Cooper had them basically over a barrel. Hence the pack of cigarettes that they got in return. Tell us why. <clears throat> Say what? I said, tell us why. Why doesn't the Cowboys have money? Well, um, <laughs> two reasons. Well, one reason I think is a good reason. I think the money they paid Dak, uh, I think Dak is worth, I think I think that's a, Dak is that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is their franchise quarterback. Yep. He deserved the bag. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott, who we spoke about last week, uh, who, you know, for the rest of us are looking at this team on the field, Zeke's looking like their number two running back, whereas yep. Pollard is looking like their number one. And Zeke's out there making a, what is it? A six year, 90 million something. I, I forget yeah. what it was. It was some crazy number. I'm him out. Yeah. <clears throat> Which makes it impossible to keep, um, you know, and also um, Cooper, I think Cooper was going to be like a 20 million cap hit for this year. So it put them in a situation where they, they had some decisions to make. Uh, and so instead of signing Amari Cooper, um, not only did they not, here's the other thing, not only did they not sign Amari Cooper, but they also put out that like um, hints of that, um, the um, kind of difficult black guy narrative. Oh, you know? did they? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They muddied like, it up. Oh, huh? there, there has to be. Well, you know, he had some issues when he was with the Raiders, and now he seems to have had some issues behind the scenes with the Cowboys too. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not buying that. You think I'm they're putting that, that out there, or do you think that's just a media <laughs> thing to make? Where it the fuck else does it come from? Of course, they're putting it out there. They leak it to the media so that they can say, I, "You didn't hear this from me, but Amari Cooper is an uppity Negro." I. I Shame. I really do think Shame. I, I I I can't prove that, but I've seen it enough. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've we seen have. It enough. We've seen it a lot. Yeah. I, I've seen it enough to know what it looks like. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, like the ending of Titanic, extremely predictable ending. <laughs> um, so instead of signing Amari Cooper, they give a five-year contract to Michael Gallup. Smart, smart. Right? So, so you you. <laughs> So you keep the guy who was injured for half of the season and then you let the thousand yard receiver go, which is like a great example of how the Cowboys are pretending like they're playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. But it's like, no, dude, like he was the lifeblood of our receiver core. (laughs) I mean, Amari Cooper, I mean, because essentially last year it was it was Amari Cooper and um Jared and cd lamb i'm mean, sorry yeah cd lamb i said Jared, Jared. i mean that was like that was that was it i mean Gallup came back and and played a little bit and then who was and they had guy? the who was that tight end schultz, schultz. Wasn't that? yeah D- uh, schultz was it dalton schultz is that his name i think so i think he i think he resigned or i or they tagged him i think they may have franchise tagged him i can't remember i think it's dalton schultz yeah dalton schultz. um so with with Cooper headed to Cleveland, it should be a surprise to no one that Browns receiver Jarvis Landry, uh, yep, ha- has been granted permission to seek a trade. I don't think he's landed anywhere yet. No. Nah. Um, 
But um, probably the funniest story coming out of Cowboys camp, I just read it this morning, actually, uh, is Cowboys linebacker Randy Gregory. Um, this is a great example of why reporters need to choose their words carefully at this time of year, um, because it started with a report that he was signing with the Broncos. Uh, and then it was suddenly announced that he would be resigning with the Cowboys. Um, okay. Then just as suddenly changed his mind and signed with the Broncos at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, wow. um, and everybody was left kind of confused, like what's going on here. Um, and then his agent, because people started, the Cowboys camp started talking shit about it, like how they had a deal and, <clears throat> and they were kind of mad at Randy Gregory. And then his agent kind of felt the need to come out and defend uh, the situation. And, and the story behind what really happened is so, it's so Dallas Cowboys. I, it, like I just have to go into it. So here's how it breaks down. Tuesday evening, um, they had a deal negotiated, an agreement between Gregory and the Broncos. Right? Okay. Yeah. It was basically done Monday night, according to the um, to the agent, and that's when Jerry got involved. Right? Oh, so, Cowboys, so it was done before Jerry gets involved. Exactly. Okay. So the Cowboys up their offer. They basically matched Denver's offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the agent, I forget his first name. Schaefer uh, is his last name. Schaefer says that the Cowboys told Gregory, quote, we love you. We will support you. This is the best place for you. We know who you are. That was that was what they told him. Mm-hmm. So then Gregory decided to stay with the Cowboys. But then came the actual contract, which apparently had language in it that wiped out all of the guarantees in the event of any fine imposed by the NFL. Not a suspension, a fine. Any fine. Any fine. And the agent said, he said, quote, no other teams have that language in their contracts. No other teams. Never in 30 years have I seen that language. Teams Peter, Peter Schaefer usually, is the agent. <clears throat> Peter Schaefer, yeah. Teams usually void guarantees in the event of a suspension, mm. but the Cowboys are apparently out here voiding guarantees based on fines. Wow. So Schaefer said that that move obviously pissed Gregory off. So he said, fuck them, boys. I'm bouncing. I'm going oh. to the Broncos. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> and Jerry added that because yeah. he wants and, everybody and to it, get in line. Yeah, and then when the Cowboys added this clause, wiping out the guarantees in the event of a fine, Schaefer asked them about it, and apparently the Cowboys said that they use this in every contract, but Schaefer later learned that they did not put that language in Dak Prescott's deal, mm. obviously. Of course um, he gave he, he gave the Cowboys the opportunity to remove that language from the contract. They didn't, and so they said, well, see fuck you later. You. <laughs> they yeah. said... Fuck that guy. <laughs> wow. I just I how, you, that, how can you like this guy any less? I thought that was so fascinating. Yeah, was man. Like, another example of like thinking you're playing chess. Man, like, man, he's he's playing fucking uh, <laughs> goldfish. <laughs> yeah. These players and their agents are not as dumb as you think they are. Like, come no, on. No, and you don't have the leverage you think you have. Mm-mm. It's like he's talking to another team, and you you had to match a contract. That's how serious it is with this other team. Yeah. Uh, don't fuck around. Yeah. Or you don't really want them. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a weird man. I can't. Funny, I, funny story. I try to be neutral on the Cowboys, but uh, it's 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 hard to not hate them 
with mm. uh, with with this guy acting like that. He's an idiot. He is an idiot. Uh, let's see. Moving on. In what I first imagined was an April Fool's prank come early, the Colts are trading Carson Wentz to the commander. To the commander. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. It's okay. real. Uh-huh. Or at least it's not an intended joke, which, you know, usually is the best kind of joke in a way. What are they getting uh, back? Let, let's get into that. This, okay. So first of all, before we get into that, this means that Carson Wentz, remember this, is going back to the NFC East and will play mm. his former team, the Eagles, twice, twice a year. year. Yeah. Not only that, the Commanders are also slated to play the Colts next year. So these are all going to be fun games mm, to circle yeah, on your yeah, calendar yeah. for sure. So Colts, uh, the Colts get back a 2022 third-round pick, a 2023 third-round pick, that can become a second if Wentz plays 70%. Yeah. Uh, a 2022 second round pick. Okay, so a second and two thirds. <clears throat> hmm? Okay. And the and the commanders get Carson Wentz. Damn. And and a 2022 second round pick. Oh, so they swap seconds and then they get two thirds. Yeah. Ah, well, uh, that shows you where <clears throat> that I would I'd feel insulted if I were him. But it gets worse. Uh, on the commander side, this is what the commanders will owe Carson Wentz. Okay, twenty twenty two, they owe him twenty two million dollars in salary, mm-hmm. six point two, uh, six point two million dollar roster bonus. Twenty twenty three, they owe him twenty million salary and six million roster bonus. Twenty twenty four, they owe him twenty one million dollars in salary. I mean, it's like, why are you? Why for Carson Wentz? What do you? <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know. the The salary cap keeps going up, so it doesn't seem as bad. Just, quarterbacks are saying, making around the top quarterbacks are making forty, fifty million a year now. But this has all the DNA to look. Look, the, none of this will will ring true if Carson Wentz goes and plays well. But it, there is a scenario where this could wind up being one of the worst trades. In recent NFL history. Okay. Right? I mean, if you think about it, like what they had to give up, what they got to pay him, if this guy is what we, you know, if he turns out to be. They didn't give up that much. No, they didn't give up that much. They gave up a, they swapped seconds and they gave him two thirds for a But I'm talking about the common. Yeah, but I'm talking about the combination of like what you give up plus what you got to pay. It's like. Okay. You know. But they're paying him like a mid-tier quarterback. True. Because he's getting <clears throat> half of what Mahomes and and Rodgers and all that. I think it's that we're we're so old that twenty million is a crazy contract, and now the, right. the cap's gone up so much and the the position has changed <clears throat> so much that <clears throat> twenty million ain't shit anymore. Like if he now, were, if they franchised them, and you right. take you know how you take the percentage of the top whatever third or whatever however it goes for the franchise it would probably be more than if you franchise a quarterback it's probably more than 20 million he's making less than a franchise pay sure and that's a good point um i'm just thinking about the product that's going to be out on the field like like the commanders were out there you know they were in the Deshaun Watson race they were like very vocal about how they were looking for a franchise quarterback and i feel yeah. like here's a guy who is basically kind of run himself out of being the franchise quarterback in two separate teams in, yeah. in 
in two straight years. I mean, he only lasted a year with the Colts, and in the and look how bad he played in the end of the year, where they were hiding him. And and the aftermath, the details that that came out after this trade were also quite fascinating because the story behind the scenes in Indianapolis uh, were reports like um, like Frank Reich apologizing to the owner for vouching for for Wentz in the first place <laughs> like it got that bad apparently so this guy and i trust this source i love this stuff that comes out of the athletic uh oh, yeah, i feel yeah. like these guys these guys get it zach Kiefer of the athletic reported that the colts were frustrated with Wentz's lack of leadership resistance to hard coaching and reckless style of play it's the same story that was coming out of philadelphia yeah some and they he also wrote that some members of the organization were quote finished with him even before Indianapolis ended the regular season with consecutive losses and missed the playoffs. This guy was rubbing people the wrong way, like for the majority of the season last year. Man, because the the word on Wentz is that he has some really weird, unfortunate habits that and he's uncoachable. You can't coach him out of it. Damn. And this is what got him out of Philly. This is what ran him out of Indy. And now Ron Rivera thinks he's going to fucking coach up Carson Wentz. Hmm. Damn. At an of... organization that is like an absolute shit show to begin yep. with. You know what I mean? Why it's not like... bring him on? <clears throat> yeah, I, I think it's going to. I think in the end, it's going to be a. It's going to be a bad uh, trade. But uh, so after that happens, reports emerge that the Colts are likely in pursuit of Jimmy G, which is like, I mean. I, I don't understand how that solves your problems. Um, and now the Colts are currently sitting at the top of the list of teams with the most cap yep. space. They got yep. the most money to spend, and they haven't really spent the significant dime yet. Reminds me of the Jaguars last year. Exactly. Well, we're going to get to that. They are not making that mistake this year. Um, <laughs> I see. They're down at 13.9. Here's one. Okay, so for all you teams out there that were hoping to have – Kirk Cousins as your 2022 quarterback, you can put that pipe dream to rest because he has agreed to a one-year extension with the Vikings worth 35 million motherfucking dollars. Great cash, homie. You like that? You like that? He does like that. (laughs) I think he likes that a lot. Uh, Okay, this to me is crazy how this guy... Is there... there, Wait, is there in that contract, is there like a... Does does any bonuses get voided if he uh, gets a, a fine? I, probably not. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> no, he. How this guy? You almost have to sort of uh, respect the way this guy has managed to get paid. Yes, because um, he had the you, two you franchise really years. He got franchised twice by Washington. Yeah, all and, that then money. A, and then after that, he gets this historic, fully guaranteed eighty-four yep. million dollar deal from the Vikings in two thousand eighteen. He signed a sixty-six million dollar extension. Uh, after that, and now he's agreed to this new extension worth $35 million that's going to keep Cousins there through 2023. Surviving um, coach firing. <clears throat> surviving a coach firing. You know, it, this also is one of those deals that winds up saving the Vikings $14 million in cap space, too. Okay. Um, so, so it's, you know, it's, it, it makes sense on that level. But it is kind of crazy. I mean, Kirk Cousins is really kind of, I mean, is there a more textbook definition of a of a mid-level quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Right, I mean, man. And, and all these years, remember, 
You know how many playoff games this guy has won in his entire career? How many? One. One. Okay. He's got one. Talk about white one. mediocrity. Shout out to white mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> you can always count on a, a marginally talented white man to lead the way. <laughs> As a white guy, I think this Kirk Cousins deal makes me feel really good about how we are still basically running things in the world. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. So I'll just put that out there. You got you all know, of these people. <laughs> the, Lamar Jackson I can't feel- get a deal for shit. Hey. <laughs> You know, it, there are days where I feel like, you know, my white privilege is under attack. I feel like the patriarchy <laughs> is dying. And then Kirk Cousins comes along and proves me wrong. I love yeah, it. Man. Like... Shout out to men- meninists out there. That, uh, <laughs> all, the, all the incel meninists that love Kirk Cousins. <laughs> We're still in charge, guys. We still got this. Let's go. <laughs> we like that. We like Kirk that. Cousins. You Kirk like Cousins that. is holding it down. You like that. <laughs> oh my god okay uh this was a fun trade i like this one bears trade khalil mack to the chargers yeah chargers for, out a, here pair of, moves. for a pair of draft picks right yeah, uh man. the bears get a 2022 second round draft pick and a 2023 sixth round draft pick chargers spent um, half their money bro Mm-hmm. they spent half of their money already I like this deal. I, I I mean, imagine you got, I mean, you got Joey Bosa on one side and Khalil Mack on the other, and those two motherfuckers are trying to kill the quarterback. I think that's a smart move. Yeah, and then uh, and then Khalil Mack gets injured. <laughs> I know there is that. <laughs> no, I'll just get it. I hope he. I, the don't, other, I don't wish that on anybody. But uh, the other big move that the the Chargers made is that they they picked up J.C. Jackson, uh, Patriots corner, former Patriots cornerback. Um, eighty-two point five million dollar deal. Five years, eighty-two point five million, forty Check million guaranteed. Here's their moves. Here's their moves. Mike Williams. We talked about that. Resign three yep. years, sixty yep. mil. Uh, yep. Defensive tackle Austin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're they're going supposed to get him. Sebastian Joseph Day coming from the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a three year, twenty four mil, fifteen million mm-hmm. guaranteed. Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, like. They're out here making moves, man, building up that defense, man. I feel like that division is going to be absolutely insane. Fire. They're going to stay on Sunday nights. They're going to get all the Sunday night games, man. man. I mean, the the Chargers are beefing up. Vegas Vegas better keep up. Vegas is going to be in the basement. I I actually think the Chiefs could be in the basement. Man, shut up, man. (laughs) I'm just saying. Stop it. uh, Do they have a... uh, a dual heart attack between <laughs> the enemy <laughs> and Andy Reid. <laughs> That's hey, the only way. I'm just saying. It's possible. Come on, bro. Come on. We'll stop see. it. We'll see. They're too creative. They're too creative. It's going to be Vegas. Anyway. We could bet on the losers of every division if that's possible. Mm, that's an interesting thought. <laughs> the loser of every division and then mm-hmm. the winner of every division. That'll be fun. Anyway. <laughs> I just wanted to go through the Chargers um, real quick. Shout out to them. That might be my new team, man. Chargers. Yeah, they could be good next year. Your boy Sean, he's gonna he must be happy. Yeah, definitely. Um, my girl Saga is not happy. She was devastated mm. to learn that CJ Uzama, um, you know, fan favorite with the Bengals, yeah. uh, has now signed with the Jets. Oh, he um, gone? He gone. He gone. Um, dude was money for the Bengals. I read somewhere 
that over half of his catches for the Bengals last year were either a first down or a touchdown. How crazy is that? That's a bold statement. I don't know. Um, That's crazy. I thought for sure. I thought for sure he was going to come back. Whatever. He signed a three-year deal with the Jets for twenty-four million. Um, Damn, they didn't sign yeah. a tight end. They haven't replaced him. <clears throat> they got money though. What? Yeah, they do. Um, who else in that division as well? Max Crosby agrees to a four-year extension with the uh, Raiders. Ninety-five million dollar contract. Fifty-three million guaranteed. Wow. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's Crosby see. Crosby came from the Ra- from the Raiders, right? Yeah, he re-signed with the Raiders. Okay. Yeah. Um, staying in the West, we got some Cardinals news. We got James Con- <laughs> James Connor. James Connor agrees to a three-year contract to stay oh, yeah. with the Cardinals. Yeah, because they got rid um, of Edmonds. And Edmonds went to your former team, the Dolphins. Yes. Who is getting a $12.6 million contract. Um, yeah. So that's Cardinals are making some moves there. Still no clarity on the Kyler Murray situation. So we don't – I can only imagine they're going to yeah, sort that me. out. They're going to – yeah, they're going to go. Out. I said I mean, that about Russell Wilson too, though. But so it's we'll not see. even time, though. It's not even time for <laughs> him. You know what I mean? What other quarterback of that crop got a contract yet? No, I know, but he appears to be pressing for one. That's the problem. Oh, it's not time, bro. Relax. Mm. Mm. Prove it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's still got two years left. Prove it. Yeah, I agree. Um, That's this uh, okay. next generation, man. Soft. I know. Impatient and soft. Soft. Um <laughs> he, yeah, he can, and you make us you make the lamest fucking most passive aggressive stand, which yeah. is like wiping your Instagram account. Yeah, and then what when this, when you don't get what you want in 48 hours, you put all the pictures back. It's like you made a fucking break. After having the most like the worst body language ever on the sidelines when they were losing that when he couldn't do shit in that game. Mm. Mm-hmm. And just sitting there mm-hmm. pouting on the sideline the whole game. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Yeah, fuck that. Relax, bro. Uh, moving on to the Jaguars, who went shopping, bro. They went on an absolute... You are trash! <laughs> we'll see. I mean, yeah, that, you yeah, know, yeah, this, this is one of those things where also, like... I mean, first of all, they had... They, like you said, they had all this money last year that they didn't spend. Yeah. Um, they did not believe... Not, I think they didn't believe in, in our boy. <clears throat> Or he's just dumb. He didn't spend any money either. Yeah, but they are kind of a historically stingy franchise. and But they need to realize, which apparently uh, they do now, that when you're a a, a small market team like the Jags, you got to pay more to get what you need. Yeah. Um, Which is the only way I can understand why they paid Christian Kirk a four-year, $84 million contract. Yeah. Right? A lot of people are scratching their heads about this one. Um, yeah, because he's kind of a second or third. You know what I mean? He's not the... I mean, he was the Cardinals wide receiver number three. He was their slot guy. Yeah. You know? That's, that's, that's weird. Um, so, but whatever. He, you know, I think he has the tools to be a good receiver, but we'll see. I mean, I, that's, that's wide receiver one kind of money, and I'm just not really sure that's going to... Yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. But we'll they see. spent a lot. I mean, they did a lot. They they also picked up tight end uh, from the Giants, Evan Ingram. Yep. 
They got Zay Jones from the Raiders, uh, who had a really great end of the year last year. Yeah. Like once they really needed him, he was, you know, he was once they good. got a, once they got a Chucky out of there. Yeah. But then they also made some other like really smart moves to sort of fortify their their yep. offensive line. Um they got uh Brandon Scherf uh from the commanders. From the commanders. Come on. Uh, this dude has made five Pro Bowls in seven seasons. Right, he's one of the top. He was definitely one of the top interior offensive linemen available in free agency, and the Jaguars went out and got him. Um, they also did themselves some favors on defense. They went and got Jets defensive tackle Foley Fatukasi, uh, which I probably did not say that correctly. Sounded good um, to me. It sounded Japanese, didn't it? Fatukasi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, you know, last but not least, in the Jaguars' attempt to wipe the makeup off the clown show, um, they went out <laughs> and took what is arguably the Falcons' best defensive player, linebacker Fourier Aluakan, signed him to a three-year, $45 million deal. Um, my boy Isak was was pretty bummed about this. Oh, no. Um, well, he was that's... one of the few bright bright stars on the defense. So, I, you know, I They know. still got $14 million left to spend. Yeah. Well, in, in other re- news related to the Falcons, you know, kind of bleeding out like a stuck pig, Russell Gage <laughs> uh, is reportedly getting ready to sign a $30 million three-year deal with the Buccaneers, which, oh. you know, letting him, letting him go to a division rival. Super smart on the Falcons part, right? Falcons got some money good. now. I know, and which, you know, I, I can only imagine what they're going to use that on. Um <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know how it is. I mean, it does not look good when Mm-mm. a guy who played for you last year is suddenly high point in the ball, catching, you know, Tom Brady touchdown passes twice a year against your ass. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not good. Um, yeah, but or or they don't fear him at all and they just give him to a division <clears throat> rival. Maybe they don't think he's that good. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Um, uh, okay. Well, in so a little bit of broadcast movement, I've made it clear on this show that I, how I feel about people who call the games on TV. I, I do not care as Mike Tomlin would say. Um, but I thought we I'd throw this care. in there for people who do care. Joe Buck appears to be going with Troy Aikman to ESPN for Monday night football. They're going to oh, wow. keep the band together. So for those of you who care about that, that's happening. Um, that'll be the last time that I address it. Exactly. <laughs> um, look, I, I, you know, there's a lot of other free agent signings and, 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 and I, I, I these were the ones that I thought were the most interesting. Um, uh, there are a bunch of others to, Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. That one's interesting. He went to the dolphins. Yeah, who I mean. else? Who else did I miss? What are some of the weird ones that I forgot about? Man, I can, uh, I can go through and, uh, look at some of these teams in, in each division. We'll start with yeah, the Yeah, there are uh, any weird ones? AFC East. Uh you said Teddy Bridgewater. Chase Edmonds went to the Dolphins. The Dolphins made a lot of moves. They re-signed a lot of players. Um mm. and then the Patriots did what they do, letting people go, pretty much. Mm. They got mm-hmm. Mac Wilson from the Browns. Uh okay. and that was just a, a player swap. And they re-signed their kicker. That's always good. 
Um, hey, the Falcons re-signed uh, Young Way Koo. That's big news. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Jets got Jordan Whitehead. Uh, they they signed him. Nice. They got you said Azuma already. The Ravens did nothing because all they have all they need is their team to get healthy. <laughs> right. Um. Oh wow, the Bengals got Ted Karras. That's weird. Uh, the center. Um, oh right, they made some uh, O line moves. They they yeah. picked up the dude from the from Alex the box. Yeah. yeah, Alex Kappa. So that was good. Yeah, Smart. they need that. Yeah, to keep them upright. Which seems like what. And they also have on. a lot of. Uh, there are. Uh, this is going to be a both offensive and defensive lineman heavy draft this year. So they have a chance to pick up uh, somebody there too. The Browns got Jakeem Grant. He's going to drop a couple punts this year, and uh, nice, nice. And they and they franchise David Njoku after getting Amari Cooper as well. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Did you see this story? Where um, I saw it this morning. Um, Baker Mayfield put out this Instagram post that more or less sounds like a goodbye letter to the fans. Like I kind of like he sees the writing on the wall, like he might be out the door. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Wow. Who would they get? That'd be interesting. Well, Deshaun Watson was there yesterday. Oh, okay. That shows Deshaun, I'm, I'm going to get to the Deshaun Watson news when we go to the legal portion of the show, but he, yeah, he visited the Panthers, the saints. And then yesterday he met with the Browns and today he's supposedly meeting with the Falcons. Okay. Uh, the Steelers uh, fortified their line a little bit. You had a couple signings, or they're trying to fortify their line, and then some defensive signings. So Steelers, just under the radar. Uh, the Texans, mm. they got uh, they're, oof, they're really trying to stack their line up. Jeez, almost everything was on the line, and then uh, linebackers. Nothing <coughs> stands out for the Texans. The Colts, nothing. Mm. Jaguars, mm. you talked about them extensively. Mm. Um, Big time. And then the uh, Titans. Hmm. I wonder what's gonna happen with uh with our boy Tannehill over there. But they did, all they did was resign people, and they got uh, Jeff Swain uh, hmm. uh, extended as well. Broncos. Uh, they didn't do anything this offseason. Uh, I was just kidding. Russell. Wilson. <laughs> That's their big. Don't worry. Deal. It was. It was just a dream, Seattle. It wasn't real. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and the Chiefs. The Chiefs signed uh, Justin Reed at safety, and uh, Frank oh. Clark at defensive end. Raiders just got Crosby. That was all. That's all they've done so far. Chargers have been uh, winning free agency so far. Uh, Dallas mm. is stupid. Giants uh, got Tyrod Taylor. Uh, right. Yeah, I saw that this morning. Yeah, uh, Giants got Tyrod Taylor. The Eagles got uh, they uh, got Jason Kelsey back. I don't see much. Hassan Reddick. Oh, right. Where did Hassan Reddick go? He go to the Eagles? Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles got him. Three-year deal. That's, that, that's pretty that good. That dude is a beast. Yeah, well, we'll see. And uh, the Commanders, we already talked about them. The Bears, they're playing a little safe. Uh, the Lions, they they haven't made splashes. DJ Chark, got, right? DJ didn't Chark. they go get him? Yeah, they got DJ Chark. Right, and then they re-signed a few players. You know what? That's going to be their problem. They re-signed a lot of players, but they were one of the worst teams in the NFL. Well, they were the worst, no, second worst team in the NFL, and they're re-signing players. 
Let's run it back. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I think that's going to be the problem because he's going to be like, oh, he's got heart. He's got heart. I could see that happening uh, instead of like, you know, realizing what it is, man. On a chain, a big ass chain. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think I think he's, ne- yeah. he keeps doing that in a couple of years. His neck is going to be on a noose, a big ass noose. <laughs> exactly. It's so weird. Your team's not good, bro. But I can mm. see him like we're going to battle. These are guys I want to go to battle with. Yeah. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to get up, and on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap <laughs> off. Right. That's going to be him, man. And Green Bay, they got uh, the, you saw the, the uh, nothing since what we talked about last week, and then the Vikings. We talked about that. We talked about your boys, Panthers, mm. Deontay Foreman. Mm. They got him. Mm-hmm. At running back, Xavier Woods got a three-year deal. Mm. Uh, nothing special. Saints don't have any money, so all they did was take a uh, <laughs> a safety. And mm. yeah, we talked about the Bucks. That's pretty much. They it. have the Saints have cleared up a lot of cap space. They're yeah, not that, they did. They're not in cap hell anymore. Whole, yeah. So, but I still don't see. They lost their safety, right? You said that. Yeah, and Seattle drew lock, man. That's their that's their future. Mm. Or Colin Kaepernick. Oh yeah, that could be it, man. Mm, he's uh, out there working out the, with Tyler Lockett, y'all. 49ers didn't do much. They just got a, a <clears throat> cornerback. They needed a cornerback, and they got one three years, uh Charvarius mm. Ward. So mm. Mm. Oh, that's it, man. That's all Chiefs, I got. Right? Uh, and the Rams are he was the, from Rams. the Chiefs, that guy. Yeah. Uh Okay, well, let's move on to some legal news. Uh, we'll start with a Flores update. The Dolphins are attempting to force Brian Flores' lawsuit into an arbitration court, which would make the whole matter private with all the details <laughs> hidden from folks like you and me. I don't yeah. think anyone should be surprised by that news. Um, naturally, Brian Flores is saying, fuck that. Um, yeah. Yeah. More specifically, his lawyers released a statement um we have nothing which to hide. reads which reads in part uh this is flores's lawyer says the claims we filed involve important issues of systemic race discrimination and the integrity of nfl football games unfortunately the dolphins and their attorneys are trying to push these claims against the dolphins into secret arbitration proceedings that mm. lack transparency mm. there are currently ongoing legislative efforts to end forced arbitration for claims of race discrimination which i fully support i would hope that the nfl and the dolphins would also support those efforts commissioner goodell now has a choice to make will he allow this case and future race discrimination claims to play out in a transparent and public legal process or continue along the same unacceptable path (laughs) (laughs) you know goddamn well what he's gonna do this motherfucker burned uh tapes showing talk about a rhetorical question he already knows the answer (laughs) right Roger Goodell's gonna say we think that uh, it's best if we, uh, you know, arbitrate this. To, to the NFL really wants to be involved. <laughs> yeah, get this taken um, care of. Yeah, yeah. So that that's still an ongoing situation. Best Another case story, scenario, if I'm the NFL, yeah. I'm like, make this motherfucker sell the team. I I agree. Best case I scenario agree. for them is to if they want this shit to go away, make them sell the team and be like, well, I mean, he must have done some shady shit, but he's gone. He's not our problem. I agree. They're not gonna be a Dolphins fan again. 
I'm that's I'm hoping not for you. I, yeah, I really me too. I, I'm dreading just watching Red Zone every week. That's what I right. have to do. I'm willing to do it. Um, I'm a principal man. Another league. I know you're gonna love this story. This this next story supports my theory that the uh, Philadelphia or Pennsylvania fans in general are just the worst, but Philadelphia specifically. Oh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans who very quickly grew to dislike their receiver Jalen Rager. Um, they had some issues, like some kind of social media issues back and forth. The 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 fans don't like Jalen Rager for some reason. The fans going um, back and forth with Rager. <clears throat> yeah, Rager was like trying to sort of be like, you know, fuck you guys for booing us. Like this was earlier in the season or something. Okay. And and so anyway, the fans kind of came after him. Um. So now there are some Eagles fans are apparently attempting to get Jalen Rager suspended by claiming that he too was betting on NFL games, just like Calvin Ridley, which is like, see, talk is, about like, see why Ridley's gone for own. a year. See why Ridley's gone for a year. Because yeah. they don't need this shit, man. The NFL does not need shit like this. Fucking stupid ass fans, bit- man. There's also a very interesting story related to this betting thing too, um, with regard to the Tom Brady story. There, there are some betting companies that are asking for an investigation um, because it it appeared that there were a sizable amount of bets that happened just before Brady came out of retirement. Bets that were made by people that that they are claiming may have had inf- inside information that Brady was coming back. Ah, okay. So they're betting like on a division because nobody was thinking the Bucks. Will and this win. gets into the okay. yeah, and this gets into a conversation that we were having before, which is like, okay, fine, or maybe I don't remember if we had this conversation or if I read it somewhere, but it's like, of course, the players can't bet on the league, but the reporters can. Yeah, That's <laughs> you true. know what I mean. Like nothing. That's, I mean, anybody no attached to the NFL should not be allowed to bet on the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be, man. Anybody who who writes on it, because you're at mm-hmm. the practice and you see that, um, you know, Carson Wentz, the team doesn't mm-hmm. seem to believe in him in practice, mm-hmm. or that, or that you saw him like tweak his knee, but you right. see he's still gonna play. You saw mm-hmm. it happen. You're a sideline reporter. You're like, oh shit, let me bet against them, man. They're playing against the Rams. There's no way. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or bet on his yardage. Like if he if he gets sacked once, you know he's not gonna be able to come back. So let's bet the under mm. on his yardage or something. You know what I mean? That's why reporters, Absolutely. anybody attached to the NFL, shouldn't be allowed to bet if they're gonna allow betting. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so sticking with our theme of uh, the Cowboys being shady as fuck, um, <laughs> is that our theme? I thought they were stupid as fuck. Now they're <clears throat> shady too. Oh, they're both. Um, 25 year old woman is a, there's a 25 year old woman who is apparently suing Jerry Jones, alleging that he is her father. (laughs) You like that dramatic pause? That was dope. Yes, you did it like I should have, I didn't intro the pod the right way today. (laughs) Made me think about that. (laughs) A woman suing Uh, Jerry Jones, (laughs) saying he... Is her father. Is her father. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. Okay. So Alexandra Davis filed a lawsuit 
that says Jones had a relationship with her mother, a woman named Cynthia Davis, uh, Cynthia Davis, in the 1990s, which led to her conception. She says that Jones reached a deal to financially support Cynthia and Alexandra as long as they didn't publicly identify that he was the father. Hmm. Um, so the, the lawsuit. So uh, wow. The lawsuit is intended to determine she is not legally bound by the previous agreement between Jones and her mother because she was a baby at the time. So right. of course she did. She ain't got to. You say know what anything. I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's kind of interesting. Um. Court documents said that Cynthia was estranged from her husband when she met and eventually struck a relationship with Jones. Um. Alexandra was born on December sixteenth, nineteen ninety six. Her parents filed for divorce shortly thereafter. She looked kind of um, like him, bro. According to the documents, genetic testing determined Cynthia's husband was not Alexandra's father, which, which meant that he did not have to pay child support following the divorce. Um, meanwhile, I it should be noted that Jones and his wife, Jean, have been married since 1963, so there's that. Um... Yeah. Mm, wait, yeah a second, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I got it. I, I was trying to see what she looked like. See if she looks like him. <laughs> and I found an article that said Jerry Jones's mistress Cynthia Davis mm. almost sent man to jail after he shot her drug trafficking boyfriend in the chest while he was beating her in the parking lot. Where did Jerry find this girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what the wow. fuck he had an affair with her in 1996 and he says she he couldn't have kids so she let him go raw this is the article <laughs> <I'm reading. laughs> the, the, the source <laughs> listen up skip the source is <laughs> blacksportsonline.com nice <laughs> jones told davis he couldn't have kids so she let him go raw this resulted in wow. Davis, who was married at the time, getting pregnant. Once their daughter, Alexandra Davis, was born, Cynthia's husband suspected he wasn't the father because at the time they were estranged. They had a DNA test, as you said. Wow. Crazy. Jones did what strange. all... Yo, check this article out, man. This is ridiculous. Jones did what all rich white men do in the situation, which is paid her off. <laughs> yeah. He offered her 375000 up front and money going forward to her... Uh, and her daughter. Wow. You know what's fu what's funny about this story, especially when you start to read that stuff. It's like if you didn't know who Jerry Jones, if you didn't know who he is, you would just think this was some straight up trailer trash drama. Yeah. Right? Doesn't it sound like it? It just yeah, sounds like the some amount white of money. trash. Yeah, but I'm just saying that sounds like some white trash trailer drama. Yeah. Like this is some shit that happens at the trailer park. You know yeah, what I mean? man. This is crazy. Wow. So the daughter's coming forward now. Wow, this is amazing. I'm That's a little mad that you waited so long to tell me this, Skip. Well, I just <laughs> learned about it this week. Wow. It just came out this week. It's great. It's great off-season pretty... stuff. <laughs> yeah, now that is a juicy story. I yeah, really man. Keep an eye on that one. Wow. Um, And let's see. Our final juicy legal story of the week uh, the one that everyone has probably been following, Deshaun Watson, was not indicted. 
Um, <laughs> He's Brandon, innocent. Uh, people I, are combining. I didn't say that. I people, didn't are, say that. Uh, people are conflating well, the two. We're going to get to that. And there's a something that sort of pissed me off this week about that. And I'm going to okay. get to that in a second. But let's get through the details. Grand jury was presented with evidence for six hours. They had the opportunity to hear from all the witnesses. In the end, grand jurors declined to indict Watson on criminal charges. Um, the grand jury proceedings are secret by law, which is obviously very convenient. Um, that being said, the details on this will clearly leak out at some point, I would imagine. Um, obviously, this does not mean um, he won't lose the civil lawsuits, which will be coming right. up later. And to remind everyone, this is about, uh, you know, allegedly uh, uh, sexual assault against multiple 22 massage therapists. I, think. I thought it was 23, but um, tw- more than 20. Upwards. Yeah. North of 20. Uh, it does not, it, it does not necessarily mean that he won't be suspended by the NFL as well. So we still don't know what the deal is with that. Barely. Um, um, but it does mean that his most serious potential problems appear to be behind him. Yeah. Right. Cause this was the criminal case. The civil case is a different matter. All right. Um, now they can start shopping. One thing, <clears throat> one thing that will most certainly get lost um, in, in all of this is the fact that the grand jury wanted to hear from only one alleged victim. There were 22 women who signed onto the civil case, um, but hmm. they only really heard like you know direct testimony from from one. The rest of it was all on paper. Um, wow. Why so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so apparently what the deal was is that after the prosecutor presented evidence, you know, about all these cases, um, apparently there were only two of the cases that that they felt registered as a like a higher potential of an indictment, like a felony instead of a misdemeanor. Um, so obviously there were varying degrees to this nature of assault you know um so i don't know um watson and his lawyers reportedly went into this quietly optimistic that the allegations even if they were accepted as true in in the public sphere um they they were pretty sure that they would not amount to actual crimes um so yeah and the grand jury agreed with that um, the short version of all this, the man's playing football next year. Yeah. He um, he, I think he deleted his, tw- oh no, he, he tweeted <clears throat> when you stand on the truth, the Lord will free you. That was his tweet. I'm glad you said that because that's what brings me to the part that pissed me off. So connected to this story. I personally would like to nominate ESPN reporter Adam Schefter for this yes. week's Fuck That Guy. Fuck that guy for real. I saw for this. Tw- for this Fuck tweet that guy. In, in response to the Watson News, right? A little backstory. Schefter has long been accused of being a mouthpiece for not only the NFL, but also for agents looking to cook up some smoke in an effort to get their clients a new fat contract, right? Yep. His, his credibility has come under scrutiny over the years on multiple occasions thanks to situations like when he wrote an email to Washington's GM Bruce Allen during the CBA agreement asking him to add change or tweak 
his forthcoming article in any way he saw fit, right? He even referred to Bruce Allen in the email as, quote, Mr. Editor, right? Wow. Not exactly an example of journalistic integrity. Um, he also was called out for, um, you know, what seemed to be contradictory tweets regarding the Dolphins' pursuit of Deshaun Watson. The first tweet was that it was all Flores. It was all his idea to go for Deshaun Watson. And now that Flores is gone, the Dolphins are out. Four hours later, he throws out a completely different tweet indicating that the entire Dolphins organization was was all in on the pursuit of Deshaun Watson, right? Um, now he's out here tweeting in a way like he basically got talking points from Deshaun Watson's agent, which is not going over very well. Um, so I'm going to read you two tweets. Yeah. Okay. One is from Mike Garofalo of NFL media. Okay. And the other one is from Schefter. Just so you can see the difference between what journalism looks like and what it doesn't look like. Garofalo writes, so now it's down to the civil cases and the NFL's investigation for Deshaun Watson. No criminal charges for him, which was a stumbling block for team's interest. We'll see where it goes from here. Mm -hmm. Just the facts. Yeah. Here's Schefter's tweet. This is why Deshaun Watson, from the beginning, welcomed a police investigation. He felt he knew that the truth would come out. And today, a grand jury did not charge him on any criminal complaints. Now he did. He did tweet again, though. Of course he did, but that's not the point. The point okay. is, is that his first tweet. I still want. You know I want to also present to people that he realized he didn't delete it, though. He could have deleted the tweet, but he did. He, he wrote. I'll add it now before we can dig into it because we can still shit on the guy because it, mm -hmm. it, it's still he's still a you know he's still a, a talking point for or a piece a mouthpiece mm -hmm. for a lot of people but uh this was poorly this was a poorly worded tweet that deserves a proper response it was intended to provide insight into the strategy of watson's legal team from its point of view i should have been clearer as legal experts have explained a lack of an indictment alone does not mean someone is innocent it's good that he wrote that I'm glad that he wrote it, but I don't. I his first tweet tells me who he is. Yeah, uh, and, but and he's also his, always trying to break. That's his thing. People know that when Schefter breaks something, that it's real. That's kind of the thing. So he tries to go fast, and it's not always good. And here's the thing: I want to clarify. I'm not sitting here saying that I know definitively that Deshaun Watson is either innocent or guilty. I'm what pretty I am sure saying, he's guilty. I'm just gonna say uh, I'm. <laughs> Where there, there's a lot of smoke there for there to be no fire. Exactly. I agree. So I'm yeah. leaning, I'm leaning on that side. But what I am saying is that no criminal charges does right. not necessarily mean that he's innocent, especially considering the fact that there are civil cases on the way. We do not know all the facts, but Schefter is out here equating the lack of criminal charges with the truth, yeah. with Deshaun Watson's version of the truth. Yeah. That that is not journalism. I agree. That's that's my argument. I agree. And yeah, and I attribute it to them trying to break him trying to break all the time. Mm. I I I think it's more than that. I think that he probably gets paid to write things that mm. players and owners way, want yeah. him to write. Yeah. That's what I think. Just like the guy uh the this guy this time of the year when they do the all of the uh mock drafts mm. and how some of these guys they always they always seem to push 
these players who are connected to certain agents, they say. Mm. Mel Kuyper mm-hmm. or whatever they say he's bought. And you know what I mean? A lot of these guys, they're like, oh, the the next guy is this, 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 to try to push their draft status up. It's all, it's a shame, man. Money makes America go round. Right. And I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned that. But back and, to my... And fuck that guy. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm on it. I'm on it Thank with you. you. I'm not Thank trying you. to... Def- I just want to also say that he realizes uh, that it looks bad. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not giving <laughs> him any cookies for that. He should have uh, deleted uh, the tweet. A lot of people under the tweet were like, delete this. When it came out, I was like, ugh. I, I felt like that, and a lot of people were, were writing, dude, delete this. Seriously. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? So back to my original, my other point, this essentially means that Deshaun Watson will be playing football this year. Um, there's a lot of rumors as to where he's going to land. Um, as I said before, he met with the Saints, he met with the Panthers, he met with the Browns, and then suddenly up pops this report that he – We'll probably be also meeting with the Falcons. Would you um, Would you be mad if they took him? You know, it's one of those things where you know, like I said, um, it, I do think that there's too much smoke for there to be no fire. So, so yeah, it it would it would be a little problematic for me personally. It's not. It doesn't. I don't know if it raises to the level of me like walking away from my team necessarily. Yeah. Um. But it, 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 I don't know. It would, I, it's hard to say how I would feel about it, honestly. Um, you know, it's easy to make fun of it from a distance when it's like big, you know, when it's Big Ben, you know, but then suddenly your quarterback is that guy. And it's yeah. like, ugh, like, how do I feel about this? Um, you know, one of the, I, I thought I was a little confused by the, the connection to Atlanta. It sort of makes sense in a way when you've seen Atlanta is essentially clearing up so much cap space like why why else would they be doing that if they aren't attempting to make a run at something um but i didn't i i did know that what watson is from the atlanta area that i knew um he played high school in gainesville georgia which is kind of 45 minutes outside of atlanta um but what i did not know is that he is a former ball boy for the atlanta falcons prior to going to college oh um he used to work for the Falcons. Apparently, reports are saying that he he was pr- extremely involved with the team. There was a an interview he did a couple of years ago where he said, "I did everything. I did the equipment. I washed the laundry. I threw to all the receivers. He threw balls with Matt Ryan. Watched him throw. Did some of the water stuff. Helped out Arthur Blank. Um, he was sort of a you know do it all kind of kid. Um, just." So uh, he has a relationship with these guys and they know him. Um, so I, I, I guess in some ways I'd be a lot less surprised if I wake up tomorrow morning and find out he's a Falcon. Mm. Mm. Damn. Well, hopefully now we've it got, doesn't what, linger what we, all year on you over the, you know what I mean? That's the worst case. If it just lingers over the team all year, like it or half the year, like it did uh, the Dolphins, where you're trying to figure out is he coming or not, what's going to happen with my current quarterback, and all of that shit. Hopefully, I don't this, wish that on anybody. I, I got to say this, in all honesty, it kind of sounds like it, the way that the story has developed. Uh, it sounds like the de- the decision of as to where Deshaun Watson is going to play feels kind of imminent. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. Like I won't be surprised if we're talking about it next week. Like it's a done yeah. deal. Um. 
maybe maybe I'm misreading the scenario, but it does kind of feel like it's like the shoe is getting ready to drop. Uh, he, uh, it, it's funny that he gets to pick, and it seems like he's trying to find divisions without other strong quarterbacks. Right. I've, I've been thinking of that. The teams that he's kind of going after, it seems like he wants to be the top quarterback in whatever division he goes to. It's a good point. And, I mean, you know, three of the teams that he's supposedly meeting with are in the NFC South. Um, mm-hmm. And the other part of this is that I, the other report that I read is that all of the teams that Watson is meeting with uh, are have apparently already, like the Texans already have approved a potential offer. Like, Okay. Like, like they've kind of narrowed it down. Like yeah. this team is with. Okay, cool. If they do it, then we them. take this. If they do it, then we take this. Like, a- which is you know essentially like don't waste your time talking to this team or that team because we know that yeah you know they can't we're, they can't we're gonna you. say no yeah. we're gonna say no which I don't understand how he manages to meet with the what the fuck does this, I mean this I mean Saints I don't know exactly what they have to offer but um they'll figure it out I mean the Falcons apparently their GM is a magician. I mean, the Falcons have a pretty uh, – I mean, the Falcons have a high – they would obviously have to give up their first-round draft pick this year. Yeah, but if the um, Fal- if the Matt Ryan is part of the deal, then hmm. you got you a, a starting quarterback in Houston. I'm just not sure what, why he would go to – why would he want to go to – we have, like – think about where the Falcons were last year. We were going into the draft – with what was arguably one of the best wide receiver cores in the league. We just couldn't keep Matt Ryan from getting sacked. We had Julio Jones. We had Russell Gage. Uh, so you get a mobile quarterback like Deshaun Watson. It, no, I know. But now we don't have any receivers. Like Julio's gone. Gage is gone. Um, Ridley's gone. Um, you Where's know, Ridley? There are reports that. I bet you. I'm willing to bet that uh, Ridley. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there are reports that the Falcons are out there chasing uh, Allen Robinson. Um, That's good from the Bears, so that could be interesting. So he'd have a year um, in purgatory, and then the next year they'll figure something. They'll get somebody. P- players will want to play with him. You're right. Why would teams want to, especially once the cloud is off of him? You know what I mean? How the NFL how old moves is, on. How old is Sean Watson? How old is he? Do you know? He's got to be like 27, something like that. 26, 27. I'm looking it up now. Deshaun Watson is 26. 26 years old. 26 years old. Uh, with, uh, with one less year of wear and tear on his body because he took a year off. Because he, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. he abandoned his team. And uh, yeah, right. to me, that's the, I actually can't say the worst thing because we don't know if he's guilty or not. I assume he's guilty, but <clears throat> it's horrible the way he treated his team because he was having a fucking temper tantrum all year. I think that's mm-hmm. bullshit, and he got ten million for it, and he's really not getting enough heat for that. So uh, that's another. I agree. Fuck that guy. From me, you know. Uh, uh, you know, I, 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 it's um, I, I never really anticipated him potentially winding up as an Atlanta Falcon, so I hadn't put a lot of thought into how it would feel. Um, I, I, I really don't know. Actually, I'm, I'm a little. I'm at a loss. Well, if you need to like relax or something after dealing with that, if you're stressed out, then he can definitely lead you to a good masseuse. 
Sure. <laughs> well, not only that, I think you mentioned on the Facebook group, you know, I mean, Atlanta is sort of the strip club capital of the United States. So, you know, maybe, it's maybe it is like, a good place yeah, for him to be. Yeah, it feels good to be home. Yeah, maybe I'd rather him be at a strip club than to be trying to uh, put people in that position where they have to, oh, man, mm-hmm. try mm-hmm. be trying to do their job and then get offered, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, he's accused. And we of have lots of we have lots of massage parlors in air quotes, um, where you don't need to sort of do this creepy thing. Like you, but that might be that. his thing, though. That might be the power part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you could pay someone to pretend to be surprised by your advance. I mean, you know, we got a lot of good actors in Atlanta too. So. <laughs> I think it's more of uh, if somebody is doing that their thing is to try to convince somebody is what I'm thinking. He needs to do the Roethlisberger thing and like get married and then do the full on like Christian revival thing. I think, I think he just (laughs) needs to do the big Ben playbook, you know, Yeah. become a man of God. Talk about how you were addicted to porn. (laughs) I was addicted to porn. Yes. Uh, Yes. He doesn't seem like the type of person that takes any accountability. So, no. I doubt he's going to go the Big Ben route and at least say that he's addicted to porn while he's hanging out with Trump. Mm. Yep. But uh, we'll see, yeah, man. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. he's, hopefully he learned, at least. That's what I hope. Maybe he'll, get, maybe he'll get what we all want when we do something wrong, is that we get a wake-up call and then we stop doing that shit. Mm. Maybe he doesn't publicly say what I was doing was wrong, but hopefully he understands it and he's not hurting anybody else. That's what we can hope for at the very least. I, I agree. That's that would certainly be the best case scenario. Yeah, that he know? still gets to play football. He still and he doesn't have to spend any time in jail. And and hopefully they can they could come to some settlement and these women can get some money and hopefully that can make them feel better. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost. I, a, it's I almost can tell a, you that Falcons yeah. fans, as long as he wins football games, Falcons fans aren't going to give a shit. I only about care about one Falcon fan, and I'm wondering what you, how you're going to feel. But I guess you got to see it to 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 feel it. I'm going to have mixed emotions, regardless of whether they win. Every, every um, uh, if he takes a Matt Ryan esque sack, are you going to be like fucking rapist? <laughs> <laughs> God no. damn uh, person no. taking advantage of their position of power. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to become one of the who are those guys? Predator. Those, those, like. Those Catholic guys who who punish themselves, they got that thing they wrap around their leg. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, the whip thing, yeah, whipping themselves. I'll, I'll the punish myself after every win. Like, we don't deserve this. <laughs> yeah, we ride that all the way to the Super Bowl. My, another thing I'm wondering, everybody acts like he's just going to fix a team. He can fix mm. some shitty team when he was mm. on so many shitty teams. Mm. The year when well, he like, had the most yards in the league, they only won four games. And he had Deontay uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I would need him to prove it. Like, mm. I don't know. Well, like, I especially, can imagine, especially like, with you know, Joe Burrow doing what he did, coming to a team, yeah, and like the shit get got turned around after, and he goes down. They get the top pick again or whatever, or another shitty draft pick, and then he comes back and they go to the Super Bowl. There's mm. no excuse for Deshaun Watson. No, I, I I think that they're. I mean, obviously, if they're going to get him, they're going to build around him. Um, 
But that's a good point that you bring up, though, because that was kind of I really don't remember free agency being this crazy last year. Maybe I'm wrong, but I actually you know what I think my, my theory as to why this is happening is actually because of because the Rams won the Super Bowl. And because yep. of how they built that team, does it not feel like everybody is trying to like all these and the big Bucks spenders before are essentially, that. yeah, they're all trying to do essentially what the Rams did. Like, let's go out. The Jags are like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go buy the, let's go and buy the Bucks too. Cause you got to remember before the Rams, the Bucks win and they did the same damn thing. They built the team through free agency. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, and they're trying to run it back now. Now that Brady's going to come back. So, and, and if a team that built, themselves through free agency wins the Super Bowl again. Next year is going to be even crazier. A weak free agency because the salary cap is going to go up. Um, it's going to be madness. Oh, I thought you uh, meant built their team through the draft. Okay, through free agency. No, I'm saying if a team wins, but the same way the the Rams did this year, yeah. like 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 that the whole copycat. Yeah, the copycat league thing is just going to go into hyperdrive. Everybody's just going to be it's going to be a spending frenzy all over the place. It's like a cycle too because. The spending makes people watch all over the country, and then the watch mm-hmm. makes people makes money mm-hmm. come in, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then the money come mm-hmm. in makes the salary cap go up, and then like the draft is gonna be the thing. People are like what? Uh, who cares? First round, second mm-hmm. round. That's all. That's all we care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see, man. I hope not. I want teams to build through the draft. I think that's fun, more fun for fans, mm. because otherwise you have uh, people just poaching all the time. You yep. can't you can't cheer for you don't have you don't know what your team is. Mm. Mm. It's like one Crazy. and done college football. I mean college basketball. The one and done shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is just like the people stopping just so they can get that turn nineteen and then go to the NBA. It's weird. Some crazy shit. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. That's uh that's what mm-hmm. we should change our podcast name to. Crazy shit. Yeah, this week was definitely crazy. <laughs> all right, well, that's it. Uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, man. Oh, actually, wait. No, I had a news of the weird. This is so funny. Let me wrap up with this. This is too weird. All right. Um. Okay, where is it? So, okay, here's the thing. We're all familiar with the NFL players getting into the serial game, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, for one, cannot wait. I'm going to the States in end of June, beginning of July. I cannot Me wait too. to try and get my hands on some Chub Crunch, my man. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to eat it every morning. Um, but a buddy of mine posted something on Facebook that caught my eye. This story is from 2016, but I, I just I couldn't help. I had to bring this up. It, it, is, it is one of the odder NFL food endorsements I think I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. It's a product endorsed by Russell Wilson. Okay. And is marketed as bread in the shape of a football. Okay. <laughs> and it's a product called Eat the Ball. <laughs> and it's a picture of Russell Wilson sitting next to a football shaped <sighs> piece of bread with a bite taken out of it. Right? What? And his endorsement of it is even dumber. Uh, his endorsement, like he 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 explains why he decided to endorse this this bread, uh, it, it, because it's educational. Listen to this quote. He said, "The thing that got me to eat the ball and really understand and gravitate towards the program is that it's not just athletic balls for kids or for people just in general to tailgate. It's also an educational purpose." 
the educational purpose. There's there's an earth ball. There's a they have a bread shaped earth ball. Okay. And so it has all seven continents on it. So imagine a kid goes to a you know to a line and he's grabbing that piece of bread. Rather than just grabbing a normal piece of bread, he's grabbing something that can trigger his mind to think about the continents of the world. I mean, what city is where? Where do they want to what go? What city? Eat is it what ball. city is it's, where? How detailed is this globe? Eat the ball. It's changing the game for food, for kids, for people all over the world. It's huge in Europe, and now we're going to bring it to America. That's Russell Wilson's quote. Now, this thing, I think it's German to start with. And they have, um, I mean, they have every shape you can think of. They have football. They have American football, they have European footballs, they have basketballs, baseballs, I think they have a hockey puck too, and then of course they have a globe. Um, this, I swear to God, we have to post, have you found a picture of it yet? Oh yeah, yeah, it's I'll l- definitely post it's it. It's hilarious. Russell Wilson, eat the ball. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> I just thought this was such a funny story. Uh Yeah. Wow. I have yet to see this product in Sweden. If anyone knows where you can get this, eat the ball. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is send hilarious. it to us. <laughs> I guarantee you that picture with the bite taken out of the football. Russell Wilson didn't take a bite of that ball. He made somebody else bite that shit. He not even. <laughs> yeah, that. he's in the cryogenic chamber as we speak, man. He ain't eating that. That shit. motherfucker. His body's a temple. He ain't going to eat no yeah, football exactly. shaped like, bread. Shit. That, that shit got yeast in it, man. I don't want that. <laughs> No, hell no. I know my continents, all right? (laughs) Get that (laughs) globe out of my face. Eat the ball. Isn't that some Uh, weird shit? You have problems throwing a spiral. Eat the ball teaches you (laughs) to throw a spiral because the laces are on it. If you're going to kick it it into the trash can, laces out. (laughs) But this idea that somehow a globe-shaped... That's a, a stretch at the very least. What the hell? is going to teach kids about the continents of the world. It's like, come, Russ, on, man. come on, man. What if you, you squeeze doing? it, it gives you a, a, a fun fact about every continent. Every bite you yeah. take, it tells you, oh, mm, Brazil is a really good sugar cane. Yeah. Antarctica and you can work, has no You can work bears. out your frustrations by removing Russia from the globe. <laughs> Uh, if you look, Ukraine is its own country on uh, the ball, on the globe ball. Mm. Eat the ball. And if you cut a hole in it, you can stick your dick in it. <laughs> fuck the ball. Listen, <laughs> yeah, fuck, this, fuck, that, fuck that ball. <laughs> if you're talented, you can make this into a pocket pussy. Thank you. I am Russell Wilson, and I approve this product. <laughs> On the road, <laughs> eat the ball <laughs> has been the thing that keeps me and CRA together. <laughs> All right, man. I've gotten my This may stuff. be the first time I've gone through an entire podcast without mentioning my Georgia Bulldogs. And you have not now. <laughs> Which I just did. <laughs> <laughs> but that was well done by you, man. You almost made you see, it. You see, it. You see what I did there? See yeah, did? yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, and because you did it, <laughs> throw in the grapefruit. Uh, and that is the sound of Russell Wilson eating the grapefruit shaped <laughs> bread, <laughs> endorsed by Auntie Angel herself. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, man. Well, this has been the latest off-season episode of NFL. I'm Jonathan Rollins. Skip Mizar. And we will holler at y'all next time. Peace. Later, y'all. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.